You're listening to episode 44 of the Mad Chatters podcast, July 29th, 2015. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mad Chatters Podcast, your very important date with the happenings at Walt Disney World and around the Disney universe. My name is Derek, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Matt. Hey, howdy, hey. And that's it. It's just us tonight. <laughs> Sorry for all of you huge Disney, or Disney fans. Hopefully we all are Disney fans. Sorry for you Jeremy fans in his fan club over there. <laughs> yes, He's all the just... plush animals in the world. <laughs> He's too busy for you. Yeah. today this week no he, he's had a lot going on the last couple of weeks camps and various things and right now he is visiting his brand new nephew declan hmm. so you know all of our love and best to him we miss yes. you and he will be back next week to talk about whatever we will be talking about but let's go ahead and start this podcast by talking about some news and the thing i want to talk about because it looks amazing is something that's actually happening happening on the other side of the world in shanghai Yes. Oh my lord. So I assume you saw the things they posted. I I am blown away by what I have seen from Shanghai Disneyland. It's like let's pull out every single stop and spend every last dollar we have to make this awesome. <laughs> yeah. And and I love that half if not more is totally original stuff. I mean some of it might be Disney related, but you don't see it in any other park. Right. That exists today. Um, looking at the stuff, did you have anything that stood out? We can talk about specifics a little later. Oh, uh, the main thing that I'm looking at is is the um, oh, what did they call it? The Adventure Isle, Adventure River Rapids, looking, Roaring Rapids, Roaring Rapids, with this encounter with a huge crocodile-looking thing. He's like, he's got to be like six stories tall. Yeah, he's, he's enormous. enormous. And um, scary. It's just concept art, but I'm like, oh, I can't look at that. I've always really liked like rapids rides in general. Mm -hmm. I like that kind of river, that that kind of feel uh, of a, of a, an attraction, whether it's Cali River Rapids or just your average theme park. You mm -hmm. know, Six Flags Rapids ride. I like those. Um, and I've always wanted someone to do just a really heavily themed, lot of indoor dark ride elements with one of those because it would be so cool. Whether it was like a mine thing or like a western thing but um looking at this one it looks like it would be really cool and obviously we'll have a giant animatronic somewhere along the line it, it looked indoors to me is that what you think too or was it just nice yeah it's partly maybe i don't know i think a huge part of it seems like it'll be indoors okay yeah that's definitely unique i've never seen that yeah um, well, I can list some of the things they've, they've got. Uh, for me personally, the thing that looks the coolest, and I've never even seen Tron, but the oh, Tron yeah. coaster in Tomorrowland looks really cool. Like, the building itself kind of reminds me of one of the buildings that was at the sh at the Beijing Olympics. Like, really oh, yeah. artistic and kind of wavy. And they yep. said the, the building itself will, like, change colors. Yep. Um, but then inside is this coaster, and apparently, if you've seen the movie, they ride bikes or something like yep. that. So, and that's kind of what you sit on, and all around you are, like, laser lights that make it look like you're part of the action. I don't know. This it looks really cool. looks really cool. The way they, the way you sit in the actual seat. Yeah. 
uh, it's like you're getting on a bike, and I don't know what the restraints or anything are like, but you, I've seen, I saw the video of people testing the vehicles, and you like really get in them, and like you know, think like Batman's motorcycle. You know, that's what you kind of get on, and you kind of lay forward on it. So that's going to kind of be the vehicle. I don't know how they secure you in there, but yeah, I can imagine it'll be pretty thrilling. Yeah, and when you think bike, you think not comfortable, but these look pretty comfortable. Like yeah. you said, you kind of lean forward. It's not like a bicycle seat. <laughs> Yes. Because I think that would kind of restrict who all could ride it. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so Shanghai Disneyland. It's going to open in spring 2016, which I find crazy. That's so soon. Yeah. I mean, those like several months ago, they posted the pictures of the ships that are going to be in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And we talked about how huge those are. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if everything's going to be on that huge scale. Everything is on a gigantic scale and you know reading all the press reports and all the articles and everything um the quotes coming out about this being a combination of everything they've done and learned and tried to do in 60 years of theme parks it really is that i mean every new theme park will be that for disney but this one at the end of these 60 years disneyland turned 60 you know last week and they're still celebrating that at the end of all this 60 years later combining everything they learned about animatronics and lighting and themed entertainment everything mm-hmm. in between all uh, being combined in one big old theme park it's gonna be awesome i've always I, i've said the last year or so that i want to go to tokyo disneyland before i turn 30 now i'm thinking that can wait and i can go to shanghai first uh yeah i think so too <laughs> we'll but, see um the thing with these asian parks though is that and i think this is correct they're they're owned by or at least partly owned by an, a completely different corporation. I'm not sure how it works, but I think it's something there's something there. I don't know. It's some it's some big conglomerate company uh, in Asia. So Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Shanghai are all owned by these, and I guess all the money and all of that comes from this organization. And the Disney is just kind of hired on as the creative element, and of course, given their royalties. For all of it, so I don't know how the ratio works out money-wise and how all that happens. But what you have there that you don't have here in the states is a completely separate, obviously huge corporation pumping money in to attract tourists. So they're Listen, doing everything they can to attract them. They need to share some of that with Hollywood Studios right now. Is oh I'm my, saying. yeah, we're gonna have like a Toy Story Playland next year. Oh, don't say that. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Although Shanghai is getting a Toy Story hotel. Have you seen pictures of this? Yeah, that's one thing it kinda looks like. <laughs> it is the most bland building I've ever seen it's in like, my life. Yeah, it's just the blue sky. Yeah. With like, not a lot of art not a lot of depth to the architecture at all. It's just very flat. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Very uh, whereas the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel is gorgeous just from the art I've seen. But yeah. anyway, okay, so they're gonna have six lands in this park. They're going to, plus Disney Town, <laughs> which is basically downtown <laughs> Disney, but I thought that yeah. was a great name. That's such an Asian name for it. <laughs> Let's start with the Disney Town. Disney Town. Um, okay, so when you walk in, even Main Street's going to be different because it's not yep. going to be Main Street. It's going to be Mickey Avenue. And it looks like a train station, but someone pointed out that there's not actually a train in the images okay. for this park. So I guess it'll just kind of resemble one. But the whole Main Street will be totally devoted to characters like even the buildings will resemble like mickey mouse related things and you can meet all the characters up and down the street looking at the concept art and people are correct in saying it's like a a, a strange mashup between uh like a toontown and main street usa yeah that's a really good way of putting it 
Okay, and then the castle will be the enchanted storybook castle. I guess it's not devoted to any one princess. But it's the biggest one they've ever built for a Disney park. I mean, like we said, everything's just on this huge scale. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a mall. Like on the inside, the way they've shown the original models, like with the spiral staircase, and it's going to have like shopping in it. And, um, what? And a- restaurants in it yeah it's gonna be humongous on the inside wow that's like a union station or something that's awesome yeah um okay so there's fantasy land of course which will have this the castle voyage to the crystal grotto i don't know if that's gonna be little mermaid related i don't know Hmm. um seven dwarfs mine train peter pan's flight winnie the pooh um a wonderland maze I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. be like a walkthrough or if that's just like a fancy way of saying an Alice in Adventure, Alice in Adventure Dark Ride. Al- I see. What's, what's Alice in Wonderland? It's like, wait, <laughs> something, is, something Alice in Adventureland. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's my. a good one. Yeah. Uh, they got that. They got the maze at Paris Disneyland. What's it like? Like that. I mean, I don't know. I've never been, but it's <laughs> like a like a hedge maze. As you, uh, you remember okay. the, and, um, when she's with the the cards and all, and there's the hedge maze. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of that. that uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, Tomorrowland, like I said, we'll have the Tron roller coaster. Buzz Lightyear Planet Rescue, I I think, is a spinner, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then I don't know what this means, but the Disney Parks blog says, "quote Break the bonds of gravity on jetpacks." So there's going to be a Rocketeer attraction, is what I get from that. <laughs> I can just maybe like people. I don't know. Maybe they'll be like on cables or cords or attached to something and can actually use those i don't know i don't know but it's tomorrowland it'll be futuristic um okay i can't believe this is not your favorite treasure cove will be the first pirates themed land at any disney park a whole land matt i know I just like I just like the big monster and the other ride but this is pretty close i assume that's what the ships are for yeah those giant yeah, that, ships we saw. The what is it? Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure will be the yeah, heart yeah. of this area, yes. Yeah. And I assume it'll keep elements of the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride, but add these things. Yeah, I keep seeing this tagline, a boat ride into a thrilling journey with cutting edge innovations in robotics, animation, set design, and multimedia. Okay. So that would be uh, pretty cool. And then even besides that, they've got Explorer Canoes. They have mm-hmm. a restaurant themed to Barbosa. I know. <laughs> that might be my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the restaurant. Um, and then finally, Eye of the Storm, Captain Jack's Stunt Spectacular. Mm. So a stage show, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then you've got, we've already mentioned it, but Adventure Isle will have the Roaring Rapids. Uh, there will be the Roaring Mountain. I don't know if there will be an attraction inside or just kind of like a an icon of the park. Sounds like a place they would put a roller coaster, like a big Thunder Mountain. I hope so, but you would think mine train kind of thing. Yeah, but you'd think they'd say it. But yeah, it needs to have a ride. Yep. Um, Tarzan: Call of the Jungle will be an acrobatic stage show, and then soaring over the horizon. Yeah. So this is the one we've speculated the video might be coming to Disney parks in the U.S. eventually. Yeah, but I think we can it's only they, hope they called it soaring with a G. Yes, yeah, soaring. I don't think the 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 language. I don't know. Maybe that wouldn't translate very well. Maybe so. Yeah, soaring. Yeah, yeah. And then gardens of imagination is the la- these lands are so funny to me. Like no frontier land, 
no Main Street USA. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomorrowland doesn't have a Space Mountain. Right. But there's a Gardens of Imagination, and it's going to have, like, Dumber... D- Dumber. <laughs> Dumber. <laughs> Dumbo. A carousel, parade, stage shows, things like that. Kind of what you think when you think Disney. And Dumbo the Flying Elephant will be here, it says. Are you poking fun? That's what I meant no. by Dumber, and then I, I was trying to say Dumbo. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, then you said, didn't you say, okay, we yeah, got yeah. it. Dumbo yep. the Flying Elephant. They're all, it's all there. <laughs> Shanghai. So 2016, yeah. book your plane tickets now. Actually, probably don't, because I have a feeling it's not going to be ready by then. No, they're going to... Good grief. It's like like massive... These are lofty goals. Yes. Like, every attraction is huge. I'll post a link in the show notes of some of these things, because you have to look at them to really know what we're talking about. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now this is not really big news, but it really is to me, so I want to say it. Aladdin is getting a prequel based on Genie's... Who called that one? I think you did, right? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to give credit to myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about sidekicks who want to see get their own movie. And I had that whole elaborate thing for Genie. And I'll admit it was pretty stupid. But then, obviously, Disney heard it. That's what's happening, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They they did that a few times. Taking ideas from us? Taking ideas from our show, yes. Jerks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's come back to the United States and talk about a couple things. First of all, something opened at Hollywood Studios this week. Can you believe it? And it's Frozen related. No. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought, this isn't even that big of a news, but the fact that something opened, I was like, hey, they're not shutting stuff down. But it's Ice Palace Boutique, and it's basically Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boutique, but all Frozen related. All Frozen. Imagine that. Yeah, so come get your blonde braids basically yeah and your light blue blue eyeshadow (laughs) exactly (laughs) yep and maybe some like snowflakes on your fingernails or something i don't know Mm -hmm. man i should work there um okay so right now disney is testing two different things i want to get your take on because i want to know if you think these are good ideas or bad ideas the first one has to do with phantasmic we've talked several times about how people get in line for that show hours early when if we could all just like talk to each other and be like let's all agree to leave and then come back 30 minutes and then get in line like it's just so unnecessary to get in line so i think they're trying to maybe stop that and what they're doing was this past week they offered no fast pass plus at all which does make me wonder what about people who already booked like that was one of the three fast passes already Mm, you know well i guess if they knew they were doing this far enough in advance they would have yeah, maybe so. I mean, I don't know how long they knew they were going to do this. Yeah. Anyway, so they didn't offer Fast Pass Plus. What it was was throughout the day, if you wanted to see Fantasmic, you w- would go visit a table, and they would hand out tickets to you. I'm guessing it's first come, first serve as far as the good seats. Um, but on the first two days, they gave you a ticket with a specific seat. So really, you could come back 10 minutes before the show started, get in that seat. The next two days, they they tested giving you a specific row, so any seat on that row. And then the yeah. the next two days, they said this whole section. So in that case, you'd probably want to get there a little early, but your section was at least guaranteed. Yeah. So what do you think about all this? I don't quite understand how a specific seat would work unless they really like went through the bleachers and were there numbers on the seats already? No. 
I mean, there there are the character sections. I know there are row letters or numbers, one of the two. Yeah. Um, that was already there, even though they've never done this before. I couldn't think of how they would do assigned seating unless they put temporary numbers on the seats, which they seems like a lot of work for a test. But um, I, I, I think it's not a bad thing. I, I don't know how this how this would affect the standby. Like if people would have to, you know, wait till the assigned seats are taken and then they let the standby folks in. It, I don't know. Well, I I mean, it sounds like it's all standby. But they have assigned seats. Wait, what do you mean by standby? Like show up at showtime without having previously gotten your assigned seat because it said they have to go to a, a Fast Pass Plus kiosk on the day of the show. Yeah. Well, I I mean, if there's not room, then I think they just can't be let in. I mean, don't they do that now? If a show fills up, you just can't get yeah, in? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it kind of reminds me of what they do for World of Color. Like they, they call it a Fast Pass, but throughout the day you go to the Fast Pass machine and they give out certain sections that you have to stand oh, in. Oh, that's what it looks like it is, because you have to go to one of the kiosks to get it. Yeah, so obviously it's working there, and maybe that's why they're trying it. I don't know. Yeah, well, I would say it's a good thing. I don't I don't know that I would do seat numbers. I would probably do either rows or even just yeah. the sections. The sections gives enough freedom for people. I think so, too. And that way, if you didn't get one of the best passes, you can decide on your own to get there an hour early and get yep. one of the best seats in that section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, the other test is actually something they've been doing for almost a year over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but now they've extended it to Contemporary, and this is a screen that's at the bus stop, and it displays the times that the buses will be arriving. Like, it shows Hollywood Studios. Um, I about said MGM. That's the same thing. Magic Kingdom, <laughs> Animal Kingdom, and it shows below it the, the estimated time that that bus will arrive. And the report I saw said it was, like, extremely accurate. So you could yeah. look at it and say, oh, good, there's a bus coming in 10 minutes. Well, there's a way they could do that, I guess, to link the arrival time with the – I mean, I have no idea how all this would work. I'm sure there's a way they can do it with the um, – either like a GPS tracking kind of thing on the individual bus that connects to that particular monitor when they're going there. Yeah. And that would tell them exactly when they're expected to arrive yeah. or around when. I seem to remember this happening last year when we when we went to – Disney World and stayed at the Port Orleans Riverside. And I I have to go back to see if they were doing testing then, but I could have sworn only at the front bus stop, not at the ones in the individual areas, but at the front, the main bus stop, I could have sworn there were screens that had either wait times or arrival times on them. Okay, now I know about a year ago they had, they tested this, but it was just the cast member who was there with like an iPad basically and was, and was telling people who asked specifically. And it might have been, you know, looking back on it, I don't, I don't remember that much. It might have been just an information screen with like opening and closing times and uh-huh. uh, like show times and firework times and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, Listen, if they can get this to work, and it sounds like if they're moving it to yet another resort, they're figuring out things. Th- yeah. This is genius. Like this needs to happen. Yeah, it's great. It's one of the most <laughs> frustrating things to wait at a bus stop and every bus that com- like three Epcot buses come in a row, and you think. W- when in the world is a Magic Kingdom bus coming? Yeah, but to know for and sure, and you just don't, and you just don't know. We don't know how long you're going to be sitting there. At yeah. least you know, you could go down and see. There's a delay. There's something wrong. They're not going to be here for another twenty minutes. And you could, if you had a reservation, you know, at a, re- a restaurant or something. If you drove, I guess this you know hinges on that whether you could actually do anything about it. You could find other means of getting to the place you need to be. Yeah, uh, if it was going to impede on your trip. 
Yep. Um, okay, the last piece I, of news I had is very specific to the Mad Chatters. We have t-shirts! Yay! Woo! This is something that the three of us kind of wanted to do on our own, make t-shirts so that way we could wear them when we're in the parks or at the grocery store or whatever. Um, and now that we're actually getting them made, it's like, well, I don't know who, but someone else might want one as well, you know, like our loved ones and some listeners. I think they're sold out already. Yeah, it's they're in hot demand, I'm telling you. You better get on it quick. But what we're doing, we're not looking to make a profit from this or anything. We're just selling them for anyone who may want to um, show their love for the podcast or just Disney in general. But um, on Facebook, you might have seen that we've posted the logos um, and we're offering them in two colors and we're selling them for $18 a piece. Or if you buy two or more, they're 30, they're, well, two or more, they're $16 a piece. So 32 for two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can email gear at madchatters.net. Um, and then we will reply and get like sizing information and, and payment and stuff like that. Um, but you have until August 17th to let us know and then we'll place the orders for the shirts. So no pressure at all. But if it's something you think you might want to wear, uh, um, they, they are pretty good quality shirts, I will say. They're not the cheapo Gildan or Hanes or whatever. Um, they're very <laughs> soft. They're, it's a 60-40 blend. I'm personally really excited about it. Uh, I'm sure Jeremy and I will wear them in Disneyland and show our love for our own show. I don't know if I can say that. I don't know. Show off the show, I guess. But Yeah, show off the show. Yeah. So gear <laughs> at madchatters.net. There you go. Let us know. Today's show, I talked to a former cast member, a friend of ours named David. Now, it's just going to be me that you hear on this interview because um, Matt and Jeremy just had a lot of things going on. But I think you'll really enjoy it. It was fascinating to me just getting some behind-the-scenes look at Disney. If your kids are listening, maybe close their ears a couple times because we tried to preserve the magic, but sometimes that's hard to do. Um, did you did you have anything, Matt, that you would have wanted me to ask? Because I kept trying to speak. like I kept trying to think, Matt and Jeremy, what would they want to know? But... Oh yeah, maybe like what what they wear underneath. Uh, <laughs> like, no, like anything. <laughs> Very interesting. I, it's got to be something. Yeah, I'm sure it's like like long johns. Or something. Maybe they have something that they wear. Maybe like Mormons don't Mormons have their own underwear? Yeah, magic underwear. I don't. <laughs> sorry for our Mormon. <laughs> yeah, we're inform us, please. Email magic comments at magicers.net. Yeah, they have the magic Disney underwear. Yeah, sorry, I did not ask that. But it is a pretty good conversation, so I'm going to play that for you now. Well, let's start with just the basics. Like, how long ago were you there? How long were you there? Hey. And I know Disney likes to preserve the magic about certain positions, so tell us what you can about what you did. Um, So I did the Disney internship... um, between my sophomore and junior year of college and oh gosh i think that was like 2009 maybe so like 
August of 2009 to January of 2009, so about five and a half months. And I did it at Walt Disney World in Florida. And I, my parents and my family would go, we went to Disney. I, I, we went to Florida almost every year, every year but one. We went to Chicago and it was the worst year of my life. <laughs> I hated it and I just, it was miserable. Um, so we went to Disney all the time and I saw all of these parades as a kid and everything. And um, so the thought of like going to Disney and being a Disney character was like a dream, a childhood dream. Um, and so I, I don't even remember how I heard about it, but I thought, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try. And so I talked a friend of mine into going with me to Ann Arbor in Michigan and going to the casting audition for the characters. Um, because you can do lots of different things. Like some people work, you know, you can do service or um, photography, that kind of stuff. But I decided to do the character audition because that's really what I really wanted to do. So we went and you have to do a dancing portion and then an animation portion. And yeah, that was Okay, it. wait, wait, wait. A dancing <laughs> portion. It was awful. It was terrible. So, okay, let me... Disney, <laughs> Disney categorizes its performers by a, at least they did by a color coding system so um you're given a movement color and and i think it's a movement color and an animation color and like the i think yellow is the lowest and red is the highest and it's like yellow green blue and then red and red is like like unattainable like that's like <laughs> equity like no one gets red if you get red you are like the the ultimate. So, and this is is this totally separate from face characters, or is it all lumped together? It's separate. Okay. Um, so this is this is ju- from my understanding, this is just to be a character. Period. Okay. If you have a good face, and they're like, "Oh wow, you could be a good face character," then they'll approach you on a separate thing. Gotcha. Um, I did not, <laughs> okay. and so I I was never I was approached on playing one face character, and of course I freaked out. Um, Did they say who? Yes, um, they. It was for an African American character. <laughs> so they handed me the, the the poster, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" And then the woman came back and was like, "Sorry, you're the wrong ethnicity." So it was like a oh, oh okay, total drag, total drag. I think they're going to try to go ahead with it, even though you were the wrong ethnicity. Nope. Gotcha. Nope. Well, Disney's a got a wide talent pool to choose from. I'm so. sure. They would have been scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one. <laughs> um, so anyway, you go in and you do your your audition, and then they give you your color coding. And based on your color coding, that determines what stage shows and parades you're eligible for. Okay, but back to the dancing thing. Did they oh. have like choreography for you? They did. Oh. Um, I think it was choreography, probably from a a parade or something like that a parade routine um it wasn't terribly i say it wasn't terribly difficult i'm sure i looked like a hot mess doing (laughs) it but i don't remember it being like i I, i've had like theater auditions i remember having theater auditions that were more difficult um than the dancing portion but that was like the basic character dancing like if you're wanting to be like a stage performer or like a dancer in a parade that's a total different audition that i was not 
I was very ill-equipped for, so I just did not do that. I mean, that makes sense, because the characters, I mean, the most they do is kind of like right. a little hip shake and wave, so that makes you sense. You do a little box step, and that's pretty much all <laughs> yeah. you got. Yeah. Um, so you do that, and then they do an animation bit where they have you, like, pick two characters, and they say, okay, we're going to have you do the dance routine that we just taught you, and then we're going to, say, animate, and you've got, like, 30 seconds to tell a story, you know, so like pick a mundane task, like you're brushing your teeth or whatever. Um, and you have to do it like these two characters that you've chosen. Right. So. Wow. It was fun. That's I pressure. felt, I left felt feeling really good, but then the whole like process of getting cast was a long process. It's like months. And so every day felt like a piece of my soul was, <laughs> was <laughs> being taken away. Wait, what do you mean the audition process took months? The, the, not the audition process, the, the, like, finding out whether or not you got it. I think oh, I auditioned. Oh, bummer. I think it took a couple months, because it, it's a long, like, they go all around the country doing these auditions. Yeah. Yeah, they, so, come, they come to Nashville quite a bit, but I feel like it's never for characters. It's always for specifically parade performers. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Eric, come on. Yeah, I know. Maybe Why one of these days. <laughs> maybe one of these days. Who knows? Oh. But the, it's also, like, um, required that you have to live in Florida. See, it's not the internship. You said five months. Because yeah. these are, you have to live in Florida for at least a year. You can't get out of your contract, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. Oh, just do it. I know. Do it. Sometimes I get really close, I'm going to be honest. You should. Yeah. Just talk some peeps into going with you. Okay. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Just to say you've done it. I don't think I could talk anyone to doing <laughs> that. But. Um, so how how long did it take before they called you and said we want you to when you had to go down there? Well, you do. I, I I'm sorry, I forgot this. So you have to do a phone interview. So you do. I don't remember if I did the audition. You, you do. They're two separate things. You do the casting audition, and then you have to do an like a phone interview to basically just see if you're good Disney employee material because you know they're all about creating an atmosphere for children and that kind of stuff and thank goodness yeah yeah they have standards yeah oh yeah um as they should and so i went obviously going down there a lot as a kid i i kind of knew what they were asking for so i remember one of the questions was um you know you go to the you're working outside of splash mountain and a kid comes up and he's so excited to ride splash mountain he's like been wanting to ride this ride forever and you realize he's just not tall enough what do you do and of course, I'm thinking to myself, Disney's about them rules. Like, you know, I got to tell this kid, sorry, Holmes, like, it's not going to happen today. But I got to, you know, it's a child. I can't ruin it for him. So I was, I think I remember saying I, I would get down on his level and I would, which is a big thing for Disney, get down yeah. on his level and, um, you know, tell him, I don't think you're tall enough for this one, buddy. But, um, <laughs> There are so many other wonderful rides that you could you could go on and then tell him all of the other rides and what your favorite ride is, you know. Nailed it. I might have even made her cry. Yes. She asked me, why do you want to work at Disney? And and I don't remember what I said, but to I To tell I, kids I, they can't ride Splash Mountain. That's <laughs> my dream. To shatter children's <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Um, I remember her sniffling. So wow, just saying, killed was, that interview. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's I did. awesome. It yep. makes me. It makes me glad though that they make you go through many steps because I mean, they sh not just anyone should be able to work at Disney World. No. You know, no, that's like a high caliber right there. It really is the highest standards. Can I ask what color you got? Oh yeah, 
Um, well, not my, that I know this the system, but no. Okay, yeah, it's yellow, blue. Is it green, blue? It's okay. Green, blue. Green's the lowest. Green, blue, yellow, red. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Um, my move, my movement, the dancing portion was like high blue, I think, which okay. blows the mind if you ever <laughs> see me dance. It's like a B minus. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, maybe not even there. And <laughs> my movement was like mid to high yellow, I think. All right. Which I, I was walking around there like super proud. I was like, get out my way, peeps. I'm... I'm high yellow. Y'all ain't got nothing on this. <laughs> you were the front flow of the parade, I bet. The, true. That's yeah. right. Did you have to do parades? I did. I got to do um, Spectrum Magic and then the Christmas show, the one that happens on Cinderella, the stage right in front yep. of the castle. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Is that uh, Was that like pressure the first time? Um, the parade, the parade was one of the coolest things I've ever done. I remember being, I was on the first, um, I was in the first section to go out. And so I was on a float at the beginning and I remember being backstage the first time and you have to go through all the training and everything and being backstage and they, you know, they, they give you the, the one minute warning and then you see, cause you're behind the gate. So you can see, you can see street lights and hear like a murmuring. Um, and so they say one minute, one minute till showtime or whatever, whatever. And, um, you hear Jiminy Cricket's voice do the introduction or whatever. And you see all the lights go down and then the parade lights come on, your costume lights come on, all the float lights come on, the music starts and you hear Jiminy, uh, you hear Jiminy Cricket go, ladies and gentlemen, spectro magic, and the doors open. I mean, I I get chills even talking about it. Yeah, I think I did that whole parade on complete adrenaline, maybe for the first like two and a half weeks. Yeah, oh, I it bet. was absolutely insane. I was getting so into it, like <laughs> I was just so excited to be doing this that they give you notes after each each parade. Um, Yikes. and all of my notes were like, you're at like a 110. We need you to bring it down just a little. <laughs> Cause like I was throwing pieces of my costume out into the street and they're like, those are a little expensive. Just bring it down a little, bring it down a little, bring it down a little. I thought you were going to say, they said, congratulations. You were yellow and now you are red. You have made it. <laughs> You've done it. No, mm-mm. we no, talk I about red, but you know, we talk about spectrum magic, magic a lot. We mourn. It's mm. demise because it's gone. That's gone for good. That's what they say. Like the parts have been sold and shipped out. Uh, they can't. Who are they going to sell that to? Like a third party collector? I mean, listen, I've been on eBay all week. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet, but I'm not giving up yet. Um, the Mickey's float, the one with the orb on it. Yeah, not the creepy guys that are on that first float who do like the little head shake thing. You know what I'm talking about? They oh, have like the trumpets. That was favorite part. Oh, I don't know. They're, they're a little <laughs> creepy. I said, "Do you know what? Do you know what I'm talking about?" As if you did do that parade like 1,800 times and know it front I to do. back. I do. Um, yeah, I think if you find it, you should just buy that Mickey, that Mickey float, ride it into uh, to church on a Sunday. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, my nephew and niece would think I was the coolest uncle in the world for sure. I, 
I think everyone would think you were the coolest well, person in the world if true. you came up on that. That's true. Who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like how did a, what was a daily routine for you? Because I'm curious where you lived, how you got there. And I'm, I've always been yep. curious about the uniforms. Like how did you get the yep. uniform? You know what? Wait a second. Let's yep. go back a second because I don't think we've said which characters were your friends. Oh, okay. Um, I was friends with, with Goofy with uh captain hook i was friends with um tigger friends with queen of hearts friends with really yep mm -hmm. yep uh she was one of my besties queen That's of hearts surprising yep um friends with some of the bears and friends with some of the bears yeah, like friends with Blue, friends with... Uh, oh, gotcha. Brer I thinking, Bear. I was thinking Country Bears. I was a little confused for a second. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Brer no Bear, nice. Brer Bear, yeah. People uh, people love themselves in Brer Bear. Because he's a rare bear. You just don't see him. I know. That's true. That's true. He's like a hidden treasure. Yeah. And uh, I think that was about it. Okay, that's more yeah. than I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was friends with Goofy probably the majority of the time. I see. Yeah, we hung around. We hung out the most. Yeah, I mean, how, he's a he's a fun guy, you know. He is. Man, he's fun. Man, I bet. I bet. Um, yeah. So I did that, and then the parade and the stage show. Okay, so back to uniforms where you lived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the way that they do the the internship program, um, all interns live on Disney property. Um, Disney has three, they had three at the time, I don't know if they built any more, they have three housing complexes um, that they utilize, and they're right by, right outside of downtown Disney, by, um, uh, do you know where the Bahama Breeze is? No. Okay, it's oh, right in downtown Disney? Right outside of downtown. Oh, no I don't. Okay, it's right outside of there. Okay. And so it's kind of back by there uh it's right by the church mary queen of the universe okay. yep. Yep. yep right down right down there um so chatham square is the one that i lived in and then there's a there's two others uh, but that's where all the interns stay and wow how many per like were they suites apartments yeah yeah you could do like we could have one roommate you could have three my i had three um and then you could have more than that. So, but uh, you—it's like college. You fill out a housing form and all the whole shebang, and then they pair you with people they think you'll be a good fit with. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Um, and then they have—you can have a car, or if you want, you—they'll do like public transportation and take you into the parks every day. Where did you have to park if you had a car? They have uh, cast member lots. Ah, uh, okay. Because um, so. we were in Disneyland last year, and of course, it's a lot smaller than Disney World. But mm -hmm. I think some of those cast members on busy days have to park pretty, pretty far away. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. At uh, Magic Kingdom, we have to park really far away because of the, oh, firework, yeah. the firework perimeters. So you have to park really far away, and then they shuttle they shuttle you in. Oh, okay, okay. That yep. makes sense. You don't have to walk the whole way. Yeah. Okay. And um, then in the mornings, what, what would be the first thing you'd have to do? So you clock in, and then depending on your, I'm trying to remember, gosh, um, if you were going to be out in the park that day, you 
um, go to costuming, get all of your stuff, and then you head to your location. And depending on the, the heat index, if it's like over a certain degrees, I can't remember what, I think it's like 85 degrees or something like that, um, that will determine how long you're allowed to be out in the park. Um, and so if it's like 85, I think you're only allowed to be out for 30 minutes. So it's like 30 minutes out, 45 minutes off. And then if it gets lower than that, it's like 45 out. 45 out, 45 back, 45 out. So. Okay, I was gonna ask about that because some of those friends you mentioned, I swear, leave. They take a break every 10 minutes. And I'm like, what's that about? I mean, in Florida, in August, some of my friends need to get some water. Okay, I'll give that know? to you. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome job though. It really is. Yeah, well that's um, good to hear. Yeah, even, you know, as someone who like loves Disney, the magic is still completely there. And, and being a part of it, like, just made it even sweeter. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Because Disney, I, I mean, they, they do a lot to make guests feel the magic. Like, that's the whole thing. And I, I wanted to, it's nice to know that they, this is a question too, they do the same thing for their cast members, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's not like your job is to make the magic. You don't get to have any of it. No. Oh, no. Okay. You, yeah, you, you totally, you get you get to be a part of the magic and watch the magic being made and help create the magic for other people. But Disney, Disney's a wonderful company to work for. Nice. I've, I thought, and it, it didn't ruin anything for me. Like being backstage, it just made it even cooler. So now I assume I you had thought about working at Disney quite a while before actually auditioning. Was there something else you had in mind rather than a character or was that kind of always in the back of your mind? You know what's funny? I, I hadn't thought about it. I think I just got an email one day. I, I remember as a kid watching the parades and just thinking, oh, I would always love to do that. But never, it always seemed like it was like a, a click in the lunchroom that you just, it was so unattainable that you were like, I just couldn't be a part of it. I'd like to be a part of it, but I just can't. And so like, I always just never realistically saw like ran after it because i thought there's no way um and then i got an email about it and was like you know i bet i bet i need to just try it i'm just i'm gonna try it and um and i got in which was crazy so uh, to actually have it all happen it kind of happened a little bit serendipitously and it was it was really really cool were there any Interesting experiences with guests oh. that you especially remember. Yep. Mm -hmm. So one night when we were doing the parade, um, we we were coming around by uh, the Hall of Presidents, or is that I don't even know. Is that still there? I think <laughs> yes. That. I mean, talk about a ride that needs to be gotten rid of. Whoa, 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 whoa! It needs to be gotten rid of. Oh, uh, I don't know. You're going to anger some fans with that one. I'm and gonna, some uh, hosts of the show. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I mean, oh, man. Come on. Hall of the Hall of When you think Disney, you <laughs> think an animatronic George W. Bush. That's exactly what pops to mind. First and foremost <laughs> is, is George W. Um, yeah, so we were coming around that area and there's a little patch right by the, the Liberty tree. I think that's like a tight area that some people, if, if they've, you can tell they've been a lot because they know it's a good place to stand to see the parade. 
and these two dads were just getting into it and I kind of was glancing over at them like doing my choreography but still looking over that way and they just got into a brawl and it was awesome <laughs> it was awesome I completely stopped doing my choreography and just <laughs> started watching them because it was hilarious um that was one um <clears throat> bit it down some stairs um oh, no. I was doing a dining thing and just ate it ate it uh, hard down some stairs listen you should be so glad that is not on youtube <laughs> oh like hard super super loud and yeah it was good. um i'm playing it in my head that's amazing <laughs> it was awful uh my favorite i was just telling about someone about this today i was playing a character who was going out on set after some people and i had to i was getting dressed all by myself and the costume was a really complicated costume and I had never put it on before. And so like it, it had a piece that went over the top that was really wide. And so you're, it kind of makes your arms pretty spread out. Like it's difficult to, once you get the whole thing on, it's difficult to touch your hands together if you put it, if you don't have it on correctly. So you get this whole thing on and then you've got a piece, a felt piece that comes underneath and kind of clips onto the front like a huge diaper. I put the whole thing on backwards. <laughs> Um, because I had no idea what I was doing, so I didn't realize it. But I go out on set, and I have camel toe in the front <laughs> with this huge thing. And then I don't, I, I don't know if you can have that. If you can say that, I'll just let me backtrack. <laughs> let me backtrack. I go out, um, and I have this whole thing on backwards, and I can't touch my hands together so I'm being given things to sign and I can't I can't get my hands together so I'm kind of like flinging the the notepad at my hand trying to like <laughs> sign something it was awful awful so I finally get off stage after what seemed like an hour and the um the uh assistant was like you know you got that on backwards i was gonna say you have an attendant right there why didn't he say listen he needs to take a break because <laughs> we need to fix something yep no no nothing happened until after that was over and then oh, the no. attendant was like holmes you got that on backwards <laughs> it's so embarrassing yeah uh did you ever meet any celebrities can you talk about that did i meet any celebrities i guess that's the probably more common on the west coast you know, if, I, I didn't meet it. I the Jonas Brothers were there for no. the Christmas filming. I didn't ever see them, but they. I heard that they were driving around. I saw Kelly Ripa. Um, oh, okay. She does the. She that year did the like parade thing, so she was at the the front of Main Street. That was crazy. Yeah. And those are the only ones I saw. Okay. You see the kids barfing and like you know. Yep. Doing yep. their thing. We have we have seen that plenty as well. You don't have to work at Disney World to see that. Oh no, no, yeah. certainly not. Yeah. Um, did you work at all four parks at some point? I did. Okay. Did you have a favorite? I worked most frequently at um, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, and I liked I like MG as a visitor. I like MGM Studios the best. That's uh -huh. my favorite. But uh, Hollywood Studios. I was going to say, me. <laughs> for pardon those who are me. confused, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know the correct title, Hollywood Studios. Um, for now. Yeah, for now. Um, but I like that one. I only worked there a couple times, so probably Magic Kingdom would have been my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I bet I guess I probably could have guessed that, but yeah, 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 it's a good one. It is. So tell me, were the voices of Liberty total divas? <laughs> Ooh, I just oh. get that vibe. The VLs, they um, I never actually encountered. <laughs> were they divas? I never actually had a conversation with them, but I did see their dressing room, and I was like. Y'all are kind of bougie. Oh, yeah? Like, for real. This is a little posh. Vanities and lights and oh, all that kind oh, of stuff? Oh, the whole shebang. Wow. You know how VLs are? I mean... <laughs> I think... I thought I knew, and now, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, I've heard that, I've heard they've got some nice people Okay. In, in their posse, in their VL posse. But, I mean, when you're the centerpiece of the World Showcase, I guess you're allowed to be... I'm telling you. Well, them and the little Chinese acrobats, they, they like tie. They're tied, you know. Um, listen, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I'm it's got to be like the sharks and the jets in West Side Story. Yep. You know it is. Yeah. But they just do it with their voices and their bodies. <laughs> right. Like the V, you know, the VL throw tune. out a chord. Yeah. Right, right. And then and the acrobats will contort. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. I definitely Jeez. want to be there for that. Mm. Okay, so I don't know if you want to say it, mm -hmm. but was there like a total bummer about working there? Any worst part? Any worst part? Um. Oh, okay. I, it's not. It's not really a worst thing, but I guess it'll be the 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 best thing. Um. So I found out because of my color coding that I was eligible to be a part of Fantasmic. Mm. which when I found out I because you go into the room and like with your trainers and they tell you okay here are the shows and the parades or whatever that you're eligible for because of your color coding and I heard I was like hoping like just I don't even care what anything else just give me Fantasmic give me Fantasmic and she told me and I spazzed out like I started screaming and she was like whoa <laughs> whoa like you're not cast you're just eligible and I was like it doesn't matter I'm good <laughs> enough I'm good enough and um, so I wasn't there long enough, and I don't think they really, I, this could be incorrect, but I feel like they don't ever put interns in, rarely do they put interns into uh, Fantasmic because they're gone. Five months is not a long time. No. It really um, isn't. Yeah, they don't, I don't think they put a lot of interns in there. Um, but, oh, I wanted to be in that show so bad. Yeah, oh. that's our favorite, all of us, we say that. Yeah. Mm. Wait, okay, which months were you there? Like, what time of year? August to January. Okay. And is five months normal? Like, that's how long the internship is? I think it depends. Some people okay. go for, uh, fewer people go for shorter periods of time, but you can go anywhere, I think, up to a year. It just seems so short, like a little blurb on your resume. You know, what's funny about it, though, is I don't, I remember it being so long. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I remember coming home and thinking, I, my body's changed. I, I, they probably won't even recognize <laughs> me. And, like, now, six months seems like nothing. Yeah, I can see um, that. So. Like, what would you do? I mean, I guess you just had a normal life after hours, right? Yeah. I had a friend who went down with me from college. Um, and so her and I hung out a lot and just kind of chilled. Got lots of Arby's, which yeah. Is, kind of nasty looking that's back, magical yeah it is yeah have a wonderful day at the park and then go get yourself some arby's 
Um, we also went to the very uh, Harry Potter world because that's when it had just opened. Oh yeah, and it, it might no be passes. Oh, it might be in poor taste to mention the competitors on no. the Mad Chatters. It's cool. We did a whole show on it. Oh, okay. I mean, people send us hate mail, but we don't care. We we kept whatever. Going. Yeah, whatever. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna jump back to Fantasmic. Arby's. I was bummed that I couldn't do that. <laughs> Arby's back to Arby's. Um. Yeah, I was bummed that I couldn't do Fantasmic, but you know, I got to watch it lots. But of you time. got to eat plenty of Arby's. But I, but I ate tons of Arby's curly fries. So about the yeah, about the twenty fifth trip, it made up for the whole Fantasmic thing. That's true, and really, who left the winner? I would say me and my Arby's. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so my last question, yep. unless you have something else, is you still go to the parks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you see them differently than you did before? I just feel kind of BA, like going to the parks now because I'm like, I work, I know, I know what, I know what's going on behind this, behind this door. I know what's going on back here. Did you, I'm going to, maybe this won't be impressive. Do you know in Frontierland? It's before, what's the, wow, wow, what's the area between? Frontierland and Fantasyland. That's like Hall of Presidents. All Liberty of that. Square. Liberty Square. Thank you. Oh. I should know. I had the Disney video game, Disney World video game, and played okay, it. Okay, we'll come times. back to that in a second. Keep going. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, there is a re- there is a brown area in the street. Yeah. Have you noticed that? No. Okay. There is there's a brown area that runs all through the street. Okay, I think I know what you're about to tell me. Go in ahead. case our listeners know, are you talking about it's supposed to be like a sewage? It's supposed to resemble yes. like a sewage from that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you tell it better than what I just. Did. Uh, that's basically it. There's oh, like okay. this yeah, brown, yeah. this brown piece of pavement that runs all through Liberty Square, um, and it, it's like weird little facts like that um, that you find out, you know. And uh, Jeremy would know this better than I do. I wish he was here. But isn't there something about Liberty Square about there are no working fountains or lights? Well, there have to be lights. Or that, something because they didn't have... Or maybe bathrooms? Maybe that's what it is. That sounds familiar. I think there are no bathrooms except for in Liberty Tree Tavern. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That sounds familiar. But they have like I, buckets that you... I'm just kidding. They don't do that. <laughs> Attached to the tree. That's Disney magic right there. Yeah, it, it doesn't is. get more magical. True that. Okay, so Disney video game. What is that, and where can I find it? Oh, it was, I mean, like a 90s. Total oh, 90s. Oh, okay. Like I'm going to see if I can find what it. What gaming system? Uh, it was on the computer. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was a video game for your your computer, where you could go through and like find hidden Mickeys, and it was like all of these facts about the parks. I, I was obsessed with it. I played it all the time. See, I feel like a few years ago, they released something Xbox, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the Connect? Is that Xbox Connect or something like that? I'm terrible with video games. Uh, you and me both. Yeah. Anyway, I think they did something where like you moved your hands and legs and you went and you could ride some attractions, but like it really faded out quickly. So I wonder if it was just not very good. I don't did, know. Did Disney come out with it? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah, it was a Dis- it was Disney official, but I oh. think like I, I think it must have been lame because about the time I got excited about it, I it disappeared from the earth forever. They so. just fell bad for raising their ticket prices. So they were like, here, for all the people that can't afford coming anymore, you can ride the ride at home. Yeah, not the same. No. Yeah, although, you know, some kids will never get the chance. So for them, that's true. If you're listening, kids, it is the same. 
Trust it, me. It, you're not missing out on anything. Not at all. Anything. Except Arby's. If you don't have an Arby's, you need to find one of those soon. Get some Arby's and then play your virtual reality video game, and it's the exact same thing. Totally. totally. Exact same thing. Um, my One of my other favorite moments from being down there is when we were training for the parade, um, the guy, the, the two trainers, they took us into the parade like dock or loading dock or whatever and they've got all of the parade floats from all of the parades like the halloween parades which in my opinion the halloween parade is by far the best me too that's my favorite yes it's the haunted mansion the grave diggers yes wonderful oh so good and i love pirates of the caribbean and i love that they do a captain jack float i love it um and so we got to go and like like check out all of these just dope parade floats and disney out of any park i've been to disney knows how to put on a stellar parade Mm -hmm. and their fireworks show is like the best at halloween oh man oh man it's so good i totally agree i tell people that the party is worth it the halloween party completely worth the money hands down and it's so it's like there's nobody i mean there's not nobody there but the the crowds are so much smaller around in the fall i agree yeah that's when we always like to go yeah. Um, we were at Fourth of Ju- July. We were talking about parades and fireworks, and it's like, I mean, parades and fireworks are forever ruined now unless you see them. Oh, happening in front of a Disney castle, you know, it's, it's just it's why sad. try? Yeah, why? it's like good effort, but no. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> that was cute. Nice. Well, do you have anything else that you really just want? Do you have any projects you're working on that you want to promote? I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> All of our fans no. in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just in case anyone from Disney is hearing this, I had the time of my life doing that internship and am forever grateful for the opportunities that Disney gave me. Uh-huh. And if I broke any rules with this podcast, I did it unknowingly. We forced him to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did it unknowingly and um, would never, ever want to break any of the Disney magic because I heard it. I heart Disney and am so grateful for the resume builder that and the life training that they gave me five years ago. Would you ever work there ago. again? Oh, yeah. Doing what? Um, I mean, not that you just have your choice of any job there that you could right. have. I, I would truthfully, I would I would love to do more character stuff. It was wonderful. Um, summer would be a, a little rough. But you kind of get into a groove with it, and you're so excited to just be a part of things that the heat really doesn't bother you that much. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I feel bad for people at, like, like Tomorrowland Speedway or, like, all that hot exhaust plus you're outside. And it's, I'm just like, I don't know. No, hot, sweaty mess. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I would like to do character stuff. Let me let me put a disclaimer on that comment. I would like to do character stuff gotcha. in the heat that i could handle yeah but if i'm out like picking up trash mm-mm. yeah maybe that's not very servant oriented of me but i, I just mean, know my abilities and my my gifts and my struggles and i just wouldn't do well with that i wouldn't be very good at creating disney magic if i was in the heat picking up trash and that's okay because the people who do it are totally equipped for it that's true and bring the magic even in that job so that's true. It's okay. Yep. It's okay. I would ruin a lot of a lot of days 
for a lot of children. <laughs> if Did I you seriously to... just throw that cup on the ground? What are you doing? Get out of here. You, you could hit the trash can two feet away from you. <laughs> well, thanks so much for doing that. I'm, I'm really glad you came and talked to us. I, we talk about being cast members all the time, but it's nice to hear from someone who actually was one. Oh, my so. pleasure. You guys should all go out for the group audition and do a podcast before and after. And maybe during. Do you think they let us periscope auditions? Do they frown on that? I, they might. They might. But you could. You could. I mean, it's 2015. Get with it, Disney. This is going to happen. That's true. That I wonder if you could just do an audio recording in your pocket and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sly. then just move that over. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get back to you on whether or Please. not we do that. Yeah. I would love to hear it. Yeah. To close out the show, we've got another listener email that we want to read. I'm going to let Matt do that, but I will read the, the, the actual email they sent. It says, Hey, Chatters, we wanted to send you a trip report of our most recent Disney adventure. I've attached it. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> let me take this opportunity to tell you guys how appreciative we are of your podcast. We look forward to it each week, and you guys were, in part, the inspiration for us starting a blog. By the way, side note to our listeners, that blog is justadreamaway.blogspot.com. Nope, just a dream away. Just Google just, just a dream away blog. That I think it's just a dream away blog.blogspot.com, but they're doing a lot of fun things over there if you get a chance. Anyway, back to the email. He says, "As a pastor, I can appreciate your theology jokes and cre- can relate to many of your VBS church comparisons." So that's good. At least someone gets this. Someone gets it. <laughs> When I first started at my church, my wife and I were driving back and forth on weekends, six hours round trip, and your podcast made these trips bearable. So thank you, Chris and Sarah. So Matt, read us their trip report. All right. Disney trip report, July 15th. I guess that was the day this was written. Sarah and I recently returned from Walt Disney World. This was a milestone trip for each of us, as this marked Sarah's 10th trip and my 5th. Uh, Congratulations, by the Mm. way. Those are great milestones. As always, we had a great trip and wanted to share some of our experiences with you guys. We love your show and listen faithfully each week. First, we will start with the good part of the trip and share a couple of things we experienced for the first time at Walt Disney World. On our first day, we were able to visit all four parks in the same day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We left for the airport at 3.30 a.m. and arrived at DHS Disney Hollywood Studios at 1.30 Sarah is our planner and created a great schedule that allowed us to arrive in each park in time to do at least two attractions in each park. We accomplished this goal and ended our night in the Magic Kingdom. Have you guys ever attempted this? I will stop right now and say no. <laughs> Especially not when arriving at 1.30. I was just about to say that. In the afternoon. I remember when we were little, we went to Clearwater, Florida for a vacation. And um, we could not just do a Florida vacation without Disney World. So on our last day, we did a one-trip or one-day trip up, and we did three parks at that time in one day. Uh, but four parks, you know, from 1.30 to I guess about midnight or one o'clock at the Magic Kingdom, um, and getting to ride two things at each park is pretty is pretty good. That's ambitious. Mm. Yeah, I, I've definitely done the three parks before. You know, start one in the morning, start finish in the afternoon and then go see a parade or something. You just hit the highlights. I'd be yeah. interested to know what attractions you did. So you can send that to us. <laughs> you know, which to, yeah. you know, if we're talking like you walked in at Walt Disney, One Man's Dream, and 
the magic of Disney animation, I can see that. Yeah. But and then we shopped at the Emporium, and then went back to Epcot, and, <laughs> the yeah. Firehouse. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. To yeah, know, Chris and Sarah. Well done. That's impressive. Okay, he moves and on. That's, wait, and that's after waking up at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> Not waking up. Oh yeah, left for the airport at three thirty. They must have. Well, yeah. Ugh. That's so, a yeah. long day. Dang. That would have been like 24 hours, for real. Oh my gosh. More power to you, Chris yep, and Sarah. That's right. Second, we tried a lot of new foods. We had school bread, a cronut, um, which I think is the trademark name for the fried croissant. Yes, yes. <laughs> but the cronut, it's nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, the strawberry shortcake from Sunshine Seasons, LeFou's Brew, that's at um, uh, Gaston's Tavern in Fantasyland. The pork barbecue mac and cheese and the PB&J shake, I guess from the 50s primetime, for the first time. There were hits and misses among everything we ate, but we still enjoyed trying these new foods along with several old favorites. Well, I know that one of Derek's favorites is on here, and that is the school bread, And correct? the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. Oh, yeah, that one. You like that as well? Both of those, yeah. I've never tried the LeFou's brew. Me neither. I, it was on my list to try last time, but... Every time I get around there, listening to the description of it kind of makes me nauseated. <laughs> it sounds really sweet. It's got like apples and marshmallow cream and it's mango flavored. It does, and that's right. I'm like, my word. Yeah, uh, and I've never had know. the strawberry shortcake from Sunshine Seasons. I hear hits and misses on the cronut as well. I hear yeah. really good things and I hear really bad things. So I mean, I've had a cronut. It can't be that different. You know, but you know, good for you for trying new things. I think everybody when they go to Disney World should do some um, Disney food. Oh yeah, exploring and see what they need to try. It sounds like you did that, and that's yeah. a good thing. Even if you're totally unsure of whether you're going to like it or not, I'm afraid yeah. one of their misses was school bread because it feels like they're purposely trying not to say it and hurt my feelings. <laughs> Which uh, that would never hurt my feelings, but I don't know. Everybody that's had it liked it. Even I like it. It's just I, you know, people go gaga over it. That's why I considered it overrated. Um, yeah, two podcasts ago. But no, I yeah, that's a, a definition of overrated. Like it. Where it's like it's good, but I mean, come on, like let's it not ain't that good. Lose our minds. Yeah. Okay, and we move on. While we had many other good experiences, we unfortunately had some bad ones this go around as well. We encountered our first rude cast member at the animation gallery at Disney's Hollywood Studios who was unhappy because we used multiple forms of payment, two gift cards and a debit card. We also had several run-ins with infamous tour groups. With the infamous tour groups, there was, there was much obnoxious chanting and cutting in line at the resort food court. However, this is pretty normal considering the first time of year. I'm sorry. This is pretty normal considering the f time of year and the fact that we stayed at the All-Star Resort. I was just about to say, you must have been at the All-Star Resort. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are to be avoided. Have you, <laughs> have you encountered these groups at other non-value resorts? And I cannot say that I have. No. I know there are other groups that go to maybe one of the convention resorts, like Contemporary, uh, Yachter Beach Club, Swan or Dolphin. But I think you don't get those large, massive, typically out-of-country tour groups that would be chanting and cutting in line and such um, at, you know, anywhere else but the All-Star. You say that, and, and I probably would agree, but I will say I've stayed at a value resort three times and have 
and have never seen them there either. So I think it's just there are good times and bad times, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, as for your rude cast member, that's an unfortunate thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, obviously, I know you agree with us that this is not the norm because you say this is, you know, an unfortunately bad experience uh, that uh, out of all your times to go, I don't know if this is the only rude one you've met, but every once in a while, people just, I don't know, if they're just hot and tired or just they don't need to work at Disney World, but um, <laughs> you encounter a few of those in every trip, and it's just kind of like, well, you should probably not work here. But Yeah, that's a shame. Alas, there are a uh, hundred good cast members for every one bad one. I'd there. agree with that. Maybe they were just sick that day, and they didn't want to touch all your cards and get you sick. <laughs> they were they were looking out for your health. Right, right. Gosh, guys. Um, Chris goes on, or Sarah. Uh, the resort was another bad experience on this trip. Uh, I already told you that. We know how you guys feel about the All-Stars, uh, but we have never had Aww. a problem with them until this time. We even honeymooned at the All-Star movies. However, we have seen the light and will probably fork over a little extra next time for a moderate resort. The stick that pulls the curtain together was broken on both curtains. The tub oh. didn't drain one day. The faucet leaked. One of the outside lights was burned out. And to top it off, one afternoon we came back after they cleaned the room to find a yellow stain on our fresh sheets. We also did not have a do not disturb sign. So I went out to the front desk after returning from the parks to get one. They said they didn't have them there, but someone could deliver them to our room in about 30 minutes. It was after 11 p.m. This proves your point about value resorts. And I would have to say that that would be extremely, extremely unfortunate even for a value resort. Right. And even the value resorts at Disney World are, you should expect a lot better than that. Okay, I have to interject here a little bit. I feel so bad that I've given the impression that what do you say? We know how you feel about the All-Star Resorts. The All-Star Resorts, yes. I actually don't dislike the All-Star Resorts. That's how I start. Oh, no, I start at Caribbean Beach. But still, like, I so appreciate them. I'm so glad they're there. And I even kind of enjoy them. It's just those giant icons. Like, you have to just kind of step back and laugh a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't diss them. I don't look down on them at all. I mean, I prefer the moderates, but who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, but they just kind of make me laugh a little bit when I think about them. Well, they're laughable. But yeah, I've, yeah, they are. I've certainly never had an experience like that. So that's I would. Hey, listen here, Chris or Sarah, whoever's writing this, or both. Um, I would, and this is just a shot in the dark here. There's no guarantees for anything. I would email Disney um, mm -hmm. your complaints. Last time I emailed Disney any complaint, and it was about a rude cast member at an attraction. They actually like called me the next day to talk to me. And I was able to talk to the lady. After, this was after they emailed me trying to get more information. So they care about your experience. And, and someone will contact you either through email or whatever. It's good to have your reservation number on hand. Um, to tell them exactly where you stayed. How long it was. Your you know first and last names. Things you're going to probably say anyway. Because they will find your, um, your reservation and your vacation. And they can pinpoint exactly when you stayed. Where it was. The building. All that good stuff. I totally forgot that because I contacted them. We stayed at Port Orleans and mm -hmm. there was, I'm pretty sure it was urine in the corner of the bathroom and and it was piled up with towels like someone had tried to clean it up, but it was just left there. Ooh. And I just emailed them and I said a ton, of, a ton of positive things, but I said, but you should, I just want you to know that this was the case. So maybe talk with the housekeeping staff. And they caught me quite a bit of money on that room. I won't say, yeah. as, I won't say how much just in case you guys get a lot less. 
But yeah. All, yeah, all you have to do, and they might, you know, they, other people might have complained, and so they can verify it that way. I mean, there's lots of things that they'll do for you. They might send you a gift card. They might just, they might do nothing for you except apologize. But right. um, it's worth the um, the attempt. They might just give you a little percentage off your next vacation, or you know, something like that. Who knows? But uh, that is unfortunate that your stay was not the greatest. I mean, every every once in a while, that's going to happen. Especially, um, did you say you went in July? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, peak season, it's no excuse to lay off and to be, you know, uh, messy with the housekeeping and the maintenance, but it is the busiest time of the year, and there are people yeah. everywhere. And Listen, so. I don't know why they're complaining. They stayed right outside a giant hockey goal and a giant hockey stick. Like, <laughs> that's the epitome of Disney magic right there. I know, right? And, well, did it say which star, all-star they stayed at? Movies, yeah. That was for their honeymoon. Oh, okay. So we don't know which one they say that this time? No. Oh, it says okay. we even honeymooned at the all-star movies. Oh, Maybe gotcha. that's the same thing. Well, Either way, never mind. Yeah, nothing wrong with the all-stars. I would recommend music over the other two. And if you're looking for a value resort, uh, I haven't stayed here, but The Art of Animation and Pop Century both have really good... Um, reviews for the most part. Pop Century being one of the most visited by at least some of the other Disney news and podcast sites I listen to and read. I've stayed there. I liked it quite a bit. Um, Lastly, overall, he says, we had a magical time and are looking forward to our return trip whenever that may be. Until then, we will have your podcast and other blogs, movies, and Disney DIYs to help us cope. Chris and Sarah from Just a Dream Away blog. And they end with this. P.S., Quote of the trip from a teenage girl standing in line waiting to board the bus. They took down the sorcerer's hat. You know, the main thing for the park. Now it's that stupid China thing. (laughs) They said it made us cringe a little. And that is true. (laughs) Hey, at least they call it the sorcerer's hat. Like, that's already pretty impressive. Uh, It is a teenage girl, though. So you know what? She, you know, she grew up seeing that as the monument, the landmark of the park. Yeah. And now it's just that stupid China thing. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same people that call that the Aristocat kitty the white kitty that Jeremy was referring to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About the 50 kitty, times. The kitty. <laughs> and I will play that right now for you. Yeah. No, yeah, well, that's fun. Chris and Sarah have been some of our biggest supporters. They tweeted us a couple times while they were there at the park. They uh, tweeted us a picture of the empty Moroccan kind of museum area. And they were like, yep, no one's in here. No one there. We were right. It's good to see that people are listening to us. Absolutely. And are... And um, not just our moms. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Responding. My my mom doesn't listen, so... My wife doesn't even listen. (laughs) People are responding to our advice, taking our advice. They remember uh, details that we've mentioned on the show and are being sure they try those things like school bread and things like that. Uh, that does us good. So if you have any trip reports or just comments or questions based on what you hear when we're, when we're blabbering on about Disney every single week, (laughs) please send those to comments at madchatters.net. And you can even fight for things that you love that we make fun of, like the all-star resorts. We want to hear your argument about why it's the best at Disney. Yes, please send those arguments. <laughs> I'm very intrigued to hear those. I'll put those in the same file as the arguments for Chester and Hester's Dinorama. Oh, I'll send that right now. That Derek and Jeremy have both sent me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten page, our 10-page uh, 
um, dissertation. Dissertation. I was like, what's <laughs> what the doctors do? Except it's a lot longer than ten pages. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is going downhill. School you go to. So, yeah. Uh, before I wrap it up, don't forget gear at madchatters.net or just go to our Facebook page and just take a look at the t-shirts. If it's something you want, let us know. If not, that's okay too. We appreciate that you listen. Until next time, I'm going to sign out here. Thanks for listening. Take a little time to enjoy the magic in every day. Yes. And bye-bye now. <laughs>